Transforming a Nation. In this podcast, Janet discusses the church's role, mandate, and practical strategies for societal transformation. Be encouraged as Janet shares prophetic insights for realigning nations with God's original plan and their kingdom destiny. Well, hello, everyone. It's New Year. It's 2024, and this is the first of our podcasts for this year. So we're a little bit later this year. Um, There's been much activity. You know, churches have to go back into their programs. Companies have to resume after our national holiday period. Schools start. Children are starting school for the first time. And so there's a lot of pressure at the beginning of a new year. Amen. And so there's pressures on the family, pressures on the church, and there's pressures on a nation. And so today we want to look at what God is doing in the world um, in terms of nations at this time. And um, Time magazine very interestingly has put out an article and says this is not just an, an election year, but says that this is the election year, the election year. So it's not just another year for elections, but has put the emphasis on this is the election year. And so what we are finding is that there are 64 countries that are going to be holding elections. Then we also find that the European Union, okay, representing a combined population of 49% of the people in the world are to hold national elections, the result of which many will have consequential um, circumstances, consequential results, and things that will affect them because of these elections for years to come. So if I think of the spirit realm and if I think of what um, how God sees elections, how God is looking down upon each nation, South Africa, we are waiting for our election date to be announced. How does God see all of this? And how is, what is, what are the heavens dictating? And so what are the heavens saying? And obviously with an election, we have to look at the fact, can God restore a nation through an election? Okay, so kingdoms, Governments, nations are shifting. And so there's a shift in the spirit that affects the natural government. Okay, the spirit world versus the realm of earth where we live. And so we look at, I believe God is saying that sheep nations um, are being judged and goat nations are being judged. So will your nation today be um, regarded in the hand of God by um, the Lord himself, okay, be regarded and judged as a sheep, okay, and having favor as a sheep nation, or will it be judged as a goat nation? And and, and so the, the way we determine that is really how we have treated Israel as a nation. And so if I think of South Africa today and what's taking place, um, we, you know, we've just had this court case in the International um, Court of Justice against Israel. And so South Africa is on the brink of, of um, being judged as a goat nation. But can God restore the nation? Is your nation 
being regarded as a goat nation, um, how will these elections pan out? Okay, how will these elections and what will be the circumstances that you will have to endure and live in and, and the consequences of these elections going forward? So I want us just to quickly um, have a look at Acts 17 verses 24 to 28. And it says here in the scripture that is made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth. So from one blood, we all have the same blood. He's made men um, to dwell on the face of the earth. He's pre-appointed, he's determined. they pre-appointed times, he's determined their boundaries. And so uh, let me say from the start today that God has pre-appointed and determined um, the times and seasons of your life. Okay, the enemy also has a plan, he has a destiny, and he has determined the boundaries, I believe, of where you should live. And so God has planned it, that you be in a certain nation at a certain time. Why you have a mandate there, you have something to do there, God wants you to build his kingdom in that nation, whether it be through marketplace, whether it be through the church, whether it be government, through commerce, whatever. He has determined and he has pre-appointed your times and your seasons. Okay, So it says here in verse 27 that we should seek the Lord and that he would be found of us. And that we would really intentionally, the original um, Greek translation speaks of the word grope, and it means to really intentional, to seek him with all our hearts and with all our minds. Because it says um, in verse 28 here, for in him we live and we move and we have our being. So everything we do on earth here comes from him. He, um, we were born um, of him. He put us in our mother's womb. He determined uh, the days of our lives. He's determined our lifespan here on earth. Amen. And so everything is about um, going back to the source. What has God said and what is he saying concerning nations? What is he saying concerning you and I? What is he saying concerning our destiny, concerning the boundaries of our lives, concerning the boundaries of the nations? You know, in Africa, depending on where you are hearing this podcast, there's been a proposal that has been put forward and it goes back to as far as uh, Muhammad Gaddafi days where they said, well, let's drop all the borders of Africa and Africa become one country. Now, that is not in the mind of God. That's not in the will and the purpose of God because every country has a nationality. Every country has different languages. Every country has people that have different callings. Every country has a different style of leadership. And these are all determined by God himself, pre-appointed boundaries. Yes, man determines the boundaries, but the original intent, God put the nations together. Amen. And the original plan, he brought nations together. So we cannot move off the order of God. When we move off the order of God, what, we, what do we do? We um, find ourselves in a state of chaos. And, and so many elections will be held and what will the, be the consequences of bad decisions? I mean, what will be the consequences of a nation aligning itself as a sheep or a goat nation? There'll either be judgments or there'll be the favor of God. And you and I personally 
you and I, if we stand in the gap for our nation, which God has called the church to do, we can witness the restoration of the nation. We can witness God returning the nation to its original plan, its original purpose and destiny. Okay, now let's have a look um, at some factors okay, concerning the restoration of a nation. Um, if we look at ourselves personally, it's about alignments, amen. It's about our destiny within that nation, amen. And so um, as God restores the nation, it's about heaven's influence beginning to manifest in us. It's about heaven's governance manifesting through you and I within our sphere of influence. So within the nation, even in the place where he has called you to dwell, heaven's influence must manifest through you because you are a carrier of restoration. You're a carrier of reformation today that the atmospheres wherever you go can change and that life can be um, released through you. Amen. Okay, so basically we want to um, say to that, yes, there can be many, many elections, but a, a nation can only be restored back to its original plan and purpose through the voice of the church. Amen. Through the activity and through the governance of the church. That's when you and I, we begin to get active in the spirit realm, that governors would awaken. Amen. That God would place the governing mandate on the church in this day and this hour and that we would awaken to the governance of the spirit, that we would awaken to this governing mandate that we have as the church on the earth today. The church is not just called to um, give a few sermons and give a few um you know, um, worship services, and it's far more than that. The church is being, has been called to govern in the earth realm, amen? And so when we understand this principle of governance today, amen, we will begin to see governing structures change. We will begin to see kingdoms fall. We will begin to see the governance of God being released on the earth, amen? And we will begin to see new governments put in power through the voice and through the intercession and the church taking up their mandate on the earth. So restoration begins with the church, as I said. Now it says in Acts chapter 3 verses 19 to 21, it says, Repent therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So the first thing about restoration is that there needs to come a repentance through the church, okay? Uh, we talk about an identification repentance, where we identify the sins of the nation, where we identify the sins of our community, where we identify the sins of the church in the nation, because so many churches have moved off um, preaching and teaching the pure unadulterated um, word of God, where we begin to identify the sins of our government, where we identify sins in commerce, where we identify sins in the social structures of the nation, where we identify sins in terms of family. And so it says, repent, okay, and make amends 
confess on behalf of your nation. And when we begin to identify this and, and we stand in the gap, that's what intercession really is about, standing in the gap on behalf of another, amen, standing on in the gap for the redemption of our nation, for the restoration of our nation, that the nation could move back to its original mandate, its original calling, God's intention for the nation, amen. So it says sins will be blotted out, that times of refreshing may I come from the Lord. So when there's a repentance and when the church rises up and we begin to identify the sins of the nation, God is able to send times of refreshing. God is able to send his spirit upon the nation, pour out his spirit upon the church, and we begin to see the church begin to fulfill its, uh, its mandate, its role in the nation. We begin to see hope return. We begin to see vision returned. We begin to see a people that were um, once under oppression. We begin to see them um, revival coming. Uh, we begin to see structures changing. Many things change when there's a repentance. Amen. Why? Because um, heaven's realm begins to manifest here on earth. Okay, and so these times of refreshing, this outpouring comes from the Spirit of the Lord. It says that He would send Jesus Christ who was preached to you before. So when they're saying Jesus is, has come, yes, He's been resurrected to heaven, and the church is is um, here through the governing structures of the church, which is the fivefold ministry of the church to teach, to prophesy, to evangelize, to instruct, amen, to um, um, set, um, uh, bring, release apostolic decrees, to prophesy um, concerning the destiny of a nation, amen. It says, um, he will send Jesus through the church who heaven must receive. Then it says, until the time of restoration of all things. So the church is called for the restoration of the nation. When we think of the governance of the church, we think of fivefold ministry for the restoration of all things, the original mandate in terms of the nation. Amen. Which God has spoken through his holy prophets. So um, as we begin to understand the times and the seasons that we are living in, God is restoring the voice of the prophet. He's restoring the apostolic mandate within nations that prophet and apostle can work together and that the prophets, prophets can hear the voice of the Lord, hear the original intent, the destiny um, of the nation and begin to prophesy these things out and um, as the apostle would grab a hold of this um, he's the strategist amen and and the apostle and the prophet would begin to work together as God restores all things he'll start through his church and then through the governing structures of the church he will then move into society and this is what we want to look at okay so what does the word restoration actually mean Okay, restoration means restoring back to the former and original condition. So if we look at these 64 nations of the earth, if we look at the 49% of the earth, which is going to be holding elections, 49% of the population of the earth, which is millions and billions 
all right um we we consider each individual um in in um in his nation we consider the part which makes up the whole okay god is saying that he wants to restore um nations back to their original condition the original intent the original blueprint of the nation so I have to ask the question today, do you personally know God's blueprint for your nation? Do you know God's blueprint um, for your local town council? Do you know God's blueprint for your province? What is the original intention, the original um, condition of the nation? Okay, if I think of a nation like Holland, okay, where many, many missionaries were planted out of Holland, where I look at the revivals of the United Kingdom, and many missionaries came to um, Africa through um, the church and, and um, helped build um, civil society, helped build and, and um, establish the church, helped establish schools and education, um, missionary organizations. Revival came to Africa. We just have to look at Janji Lake and, and, and the healing revivals where people were in such desperate need. There wasn't that um, um, medical um, um, advancement in terms of um, technology and medicine that we find today. And so um, what was the original intention that these nations, these European nations, that they would bless Africa and help to um, establish Africa as, as a continent. But many of these nations have um, lost their mandate. Why? Because they've become secular nations. Uh, if I look at Holland today and we see the revival that's taking place in Holland, we see times of refreshing. Um, a new government has just been elected. And, and Holland now, I believe the Lord is, is um, uh, regarding and has judged it and has set aside it as a sheep nation because of its love for Israel. And so this is also bringing a lot of controversy in the world today. This is bringing a lot of tension in the world because we have the Islamic voice rising. We have this um, Islamic caliphate and, and, and the jihadists, the, the war rising on the earth. We're in a season of war, but God wants peace. Amen. And so why? what is the role of the church? to um, uh, witness and to facilitate through the prophesying of the prophet, through the apostolic mandate, amen, the nation back to its original intent. So it says in Isaiah 66 verses 7 to 9, it says um, before she was in labor, she gave birth, she delivered a mild, male child. Who has heard of such a thing? Okay? Unless you've given birth yourself, you'll never be able to relate to the mother who has given birth in that era. Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? Now, considering South Africa, for you as intercessors, for the church, for those that are called to various spheres of influence worldwide in your nation, shall a nation be born in a day? Can the earth be made to give birth in a day? Yes, God gives birth through the nation. It says here, shall a new nation be born in a day? Yes, it is possible. It is possible through the church taking up their mandate. 
okay? And he says in verse 9, I bring to the time of birth and cause, do I not cause to give delivery, amen? I will bring forth that delivery, amen? I won't shut up the womb as the church arises. So, um, if we look at uh, uh, restoration, restoration is a process. And so the first um, um, uh, start, uh, uh, the beginnings of the restoration, okay, is the birthing of the nation, the birthing of a nation that is a, a, is mandated by God, that um, a nation that has a, a, a new alignment in the spirit, a nation that is no longer a, a goat nation, but is a sheep nation. And so once God regards and, and has judged the nation as a sheep nation, we then have to enter into a time of restoration, Amen. And restoration is a process. So restoration is, remember, um, when the nation is restored back to its original condition, the original intent. Okay. It says in Isaiah 9 verses 6 to 7, the government shall be upon his shoulder. The government is upon his his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Mighty God, Counselor. And the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Okay? Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with justice and with judgment. All right. Now, the word government here, if the government is upon his shoulder, the word in the original Hebrew is Misra, which means power and dominion. Okay, so his power, his governance, his order must come in every sphere of society, must come personally. It starts with us personally, and it starts within our cities. It starts within our provinces, local government, national government. Um, we start in, in um, provinces. We, we, governance is all around us. Um, a, a, a company, um, economies have to understand the principle of governance. Okay, a, a, a firm or a, a local um, um, business has to understand the principle of governance because everything works by governance. Everything works by order, and the governance is upon his shoulder. The order of God, an um, apostolic order for the church, apostolic order in government, apostolic order in these days, infiltrating and permeating economies, with the blueprint that God gives through the prophet, the government is upon his shoulders. So we understand these, as God restores, he restores new systems of government. Um, there's a new leadership in the nation. Everything begins with leadership. Reconciliation comes to the nation. And there's a process that takes place in terms of reaching one's destiny, in terms of the governing mandate of the nation. So restoration of the province, um, if we look at South Africa, it has nine provinces. The United States has 50 states. The United Kingdom is three countries with one province, Northern Ireland. So governance has to be restored there. 
the the um the church the nation has to be um judged as a sheep or a goat nation and if it's a sheep nation governance god's governance which brings justice truth righteousness which brings peace which brings order in a nation yes there's a process of restoration that needs to take place but when the right people through the church taking up their mandate Okay, and releasing these men and women uh, with the mandate of governance upon their shoulders. Amen. The order of God to govern. Okay, that He has set them apart for. We begin to see these nations rising. Okay, we begin to see fundamental changes take place in their economies. We begin to see peace. And when the righteous are in rulership, the city rejoices. Okay, so what is the what is God's blueprint for your state today? Do you have a burden for your state? I have a tremendous burden for my city. I have a burden for my state. My city, Johannesburg, where I live, is called as the financial capital of this nation. Amen. And so it affects the province. And, and, and most of the finance of South Africa um, is administered administered here in Johannesburg through the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. So what 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 how can you and I become involved in in the restoration of our nation? Well first of all strategic intercession and I'm appealing today to the intercessors, those that carry a governing mandate in the spirit to pray. Amen. We also have to understand timing and restoration. The sons of Issachar knew the times and the seasons. They knew how Israel had to move forward. They knew the governing aspect. The prophets understand governance in the spirit. They understand governance in the natural. Amen. They understood the government of God. Amen. So governance affects us on all levels. It affects us personally. Okay. It affects us in terms of city. It affects us in terms of national Right, and so we have to ask God today what time is it for our nation? Is it a time of restoration? Is it a time of birthing? Is it a time of travail? Or is it a time of judgment? And so, as we understand these things nationally, we can apply these principles um, to our personal lives, we can apply these principles to our province our cities. Amen. And so I bless you today that God would use you in the restoration of your nation to its original mandate. Amen. That your nation would be judged as a sheep nation and not as a goat nation. Won't you just uh, subscribe? God bless you. Won't you subscribe to this channel? Won't you forward these uh, uh, messages? We, we want as many folk to get access and to be enlightened and educated through these podcasts. God bless you.